7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Uh, it is just unfortunate that uh, um, we are talking about a team that was uh, almost uh, about to qualify and us not winning and us not getting a point uh, from Sudan. We are out of the, the tournament. We can't even see South Africa playing in the tournament, which was uh, our our main objective. So generally, do you own up for, to this defeat? Yeah, I think uh, as, um, as, a, as a head coach of Bafana Ufana, some uh, I came up with a turnaround strategy and uh, I think uh, everything started very well uh, because we managed to accumulate uh, the 10 points and we just needed a point to, 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 to qualify. And um, yes, as a coach, um, as, as head of uh, the selection committee, as head of, of, of the team, um, my disappointment uh, it's huge. It's, it's very huge for my personal growth, my personal achievements uh, as a coach of Bafana Bafana because um, uh, the success of the team also is my success. And uh, the failure of the team firstly starts with me to say I have failed as a coach because um, in football we need to, um, to own up uh, because uh, when there is success, uh, you become everybody's favorite, but when there is failure, you become an orphan, and everybody's looking up to you to say you failed the team, uh, you could not uh, qualify. But um, uh, things like this do happen in football, and uh, we we own up. We own up, and uh, we need to be very strong uh, to say, uh, yeah, the team did not qualify, and I wanted uh, as an individual, as a South African, to see my country and to see my team playing in the AFCON. It's a, it's a big disappointment for my side. Yeah, good evening everybody. Thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabiso Musia. Katlaku Mudiba produces the show and Patrick Munana is our technical producer this evening and welcome to a dark and a gloomy uh, Johannesburg at the moment. The lights just went off 20 minutes before our show, so we are in the dark here. If we do experience any challenges in the next hour, please bear with us. The only thing that's on is basically the computer that tells me when to play the adverts and the one that plays the voice notes. Besides that, I can't see anything else. Even the TV is not coming on at the moment. So uh, please bear with us um, as we as we navigate this next hour. But I guess it sums up how we are feeling today. Some of us who still support Bafana Bafana, it's been a very tough 24 hours or so, past 22 or 23 hours to stomach after what happened in Sudan, after the embarrassment that happened in Sudan yesterday where Bafana Bafana lost 2-0 in a match that they only needed to draw to qualify for AFCON uh, 2021, which will be played early next year, of course, um, in Cameroon in January and February. I think it hurts. Um, it's a shock. And I think some people are in disbelief, even even though... A lot of people will say, ah, we expected this from, from, from Bafana Bafana. We expected this exit. We're not surprised. There's nothing new. But some of us do believe in Bafana Bafana. And I guess it's the hope that kills you sometimes more than anything else. You know, it's just the hope that you hope that things will change, that you hope that this is, this is the game now where things will turn around and it just doesn't happen. And it's really painful. 
I know some people are celebrating Bafana Bafana's failure under the reaction of let's look back at what happened this past weekend. But we're not about that. We're not celebrating failure here. Um, it just, it's painful. It's really painful for all those of us who like football, for those of us who take pride in our national team. The fact that we're not going to AFCON and we won't be part of the 24 teams that will take part in the AFCON in, 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 in Cameroon. It's really not nice. It's not a nice thing to say. It's not nice to, uh, to, to talk about. It's really, really, it, it really hurts. I don't know if you guys understand, but some of you, maybe you did yourself a favor a few years ago. You stopped supporting Bafana Bafana, like I've seen on social media, and maybe for you, it does not hurt uh, that much. So tonight, we just want to discuss once again. I mean, we don't like coming here every two years to say, ah, the coach must go. Hey, 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 hey. It's his fault. Hey, there's no development in South Africa. What about the leadership of Safa and all of that? I mean, we seem to do that every two years without fail, and we don't like coming here to talk about that, but we are left with no choice. We have to come on and talk about it because once again, Bafana Bafana failed to qualify for AFCON. So um, we're going to speak to a, a legend, former Bafana Bafana player, Mark Williams, just to get his views on um, on what went wrong in this AFCON qualifying campaign, what is the way forward and uh, what um, what should be done now, basically. Mark Williams always has strong views. is very passionate about Bafana Bafana. Let me not put it as strong views but is a very passionate man when it comes to football and development in this country he's even offered to help and give his services uh, to some clubs there Mark Williams he always always willing to lend in a hand whenever he can so we'll get his thoughts at somebody who's done it all and who's won it uh, with Bafana Bafana that is Afcon that is and then later on we'll speak to Sir Wharton Sports editor Karing Matze just to also get his thoughts on what is the way forward now you know we have heard that there will be a meeting this week that's all that we know we don't know when it will be whether it's going to be tonight tomorrow or Thursday, we don't know, but there will be a, a meeting this week, and I would think that they want to look back at the Afghan qualifying campaign like they always do, but obviously with looking back at that campaign, then the coaches' future will probably jump up to the top of the agenda there. So we'll hopefully we'll get some more information as we go on later in the week about what exactly will be discussed in that meeting. But we'll find out from Sowetan Sports Editor Garing Mate just what went wrong, what is the way forward now, and who should take responsibility for this latest humiliation, if I should add, you know? Um, if you want to send us your voice notes, your comments on Bafana Bafana, I know many of you are not surprised. Some of us, well, yeah, I know many of you are not surprised. But like I said, for some, it's the hope that kills you. You always hope that something will happen, something will turn around, and it just doesn't. But please, Pramoro and the rest of you, and Nathan, let me call you out by name, my friend, so that you don't think that I'm being selective. Please send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107. What's the way forward? for Bafana Bafana now or just South African football as a whole. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's hear from the nation builder himself, uh, Mark Williams. A lot of people always enjoy listening to Mark Williams just to get his views and his reaction on Bafana Bafana. Mark, good evening and thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight on SAFM, sir. Well, thank you, Tabiso, for having me on your show. You know, it's nice when you get these compliments um, about people wanting to listen to me during this COVID. But... Uh, it, it, it is about the sort of Bafana, all about this whole week, you know, players talking and hoping that we qualified, yeah. Yes, and Nsakong Kari on Twitter saying, Mark Williams, the best in the game. Can't wait to hear from him. Mark, firstly, just your reaction to the 2-0 defeat yesterday. What was going through your mind? Well, first of all, yesterday, um, I, I did a bit of research and people told me that they're going to have about a thousand yes. uh, supporters at the game. And I couldn't understand why, uh, how they could get that right but then, you know, um, when I heard it, well, I didn't know about it, but uh, somebody told me that Bafana lost two now. Mm. And then I looked because I was sitting in front of the TV for the first game against Ghana. 
And, um, you know, I don't know when are we going to learn because for me is that when we go play in these African countries, we always hear when our coaches, players coming back, how the treatment was. I know it's a sportsman's a sort of sportsmanship, mm. but sometimes we have to, you know, to qualify. I always say in this country, there's one thing that people need to understand is that, you know, when 95, when the Rugby World Cup was won, we were all happy. But when Bafana won 96, the whole Africa stands still. Mm. That's how much important Bafana is to this country. So if Bafana doesn't do good internationally qualifying Africa, it's not good for the country. Mm. Considering, Mark, that Bafana just needed a draw yesterday, were you surprised by the manner of the defeat? And needing a draw, I mean, how do you approach a game like that? Right, first of all, I think that before we get to the draw, we have to look at the game we played against Ghana yes. at home. You know, because, you know, we can always say, yes, we need a draw. I think the last time also, similar situations, we needed a draw and we got the draw. Mm. But you can't go to a game and say, guys, let's depend and hope that we're going to get a draw because you're allowing the opposition to come at you. What I said is that, you know, uh, when I saw the national coach, um, the coach, Selecting these five players, mm. playing at home, when we played at home, yeah. you know, I was like, wow, you know, at least we're going to go attacking. And if we go attacking, I don't see that we can lose against Ghana, even if they had their best team. Remember now, they didn't have their players also, they sort of top players. So we had to take advantage. I mean, first of all, what you need when you play at home is that you need to go and get the three points. Mm. Uh, the setup. When I look at the 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 the, the, the lineup, we got two defensive midfielders, Charlie and um, Kutcher. And Rivaldo, yes. And Rivaldo, like we play, like they played Sundowns. Yes. Take one of them. I don't care which one. I'm not saying they're not good. Take one of them. Put one of them in, and bring a attacking midfielder. Even like Nodada, you know, we got plenty players, uh, you know, that can go forward because we want to take the game to them. Now, when I hear the coach saying from Ghana, he said, well, I was hoping that they're going to start like it. And then he said, well, they're not doing it. At least I can get a draw. So I look at the first game and say, selection-wise, it was wrong to playing two defensive midfielders. Yes, we had two opportunities, but unfortunately, it fell for the wrong man. Um, I think if it's not a uh, mistake in the first 10 minutes, we could mm-hmm. have been tuned up. Uh, mm-hmm. Monari, um, what's his name? Um, Morena. Morena, yeah. Similar situations, Monera get at Sundowns also because there was a couple of games I watched at him. He got the same situations. He tried to hit the ball near post. Basics will tell you, any coach will say, when you get near post, just hit the ball far post. It goes against somebody. Somebody taps it in, and that's it. But look, international, like I always say, if you can't stay in the kitchen, get out the kitchen. <laughs> So, unfortunately, now we're going to sit down to get a point. Mm. And um, it is difficult. It is difficult. I, you know, it's easy to to criticize the players. I think that we could have qualified when we played at home, yes. Okay, so I hear you, Mark Williams. You're saying the warning signs were already there in the match against Ghana. And actually, the coach did say after the tunnel defeat to Sudan yesterday that they went to that game with a point and the, the hope or the plan was to protect that point. So you're saying that's, that's not the attitude? No, 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 no. Never. Internationally, 
I think you can ask any coach internationally, you know. I mean, I've played this game at, at the highest level. I've seen, I've been coached by a lot of coaches. When you go there, you have to go for a win and score first. Mm. And then you got the point. Because now when they come back and they equalize, you got your point. But don't think you got a point. Yes, it's, it's easy when we talk about you, we got a point when we go there. No, you're playing away. So you have to score first like Ghana did. Mm. They got the point because they scored first. We had to now try and get the goal. When we got the goal, it was too late. So Ghana got the point. They qualified. Thank you very much. When you play away, you need to get the goal. And we couldn't get the goal. And then now they score first. We have to score now. And that becomes very difficult. And it's not the first time we've been in a situation. So, you know, it's just that for me, sometimes the coach, the coach needs to be brave. It's easy for me to say because I've been in situations like this where, you know, when we played and, and we needed a draw, we go there to win. We score first. And then we say right now, take off one striker, play four in the middle, five at the back. If they score, it's fine. We got the point to qualify. Yes, and the other reason given by the coach, uh, judging by what he said, he said that he was also unlucky to be without some of his key players, Bongani Zungu, Din Ferman, Tulani Serrero and Kigen Dolly, couldn't make it for, for both AFCON qualifying matches against Ghana and Sudan. Is that an understandable, is that a valid excuse nah, or reason? No, nah, no, nah, no, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm unacceptable for me. Uh-uh. There is players that can fill in that position. We've got players in South Africa that can do the job. I think, you know, for Zongo, because I'll tell you, first of all, you know, we all know that, you know, what happened in Scotland. Um, you know, they, 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 he was in trouble. And then obviously the coach didn't want to release him, you know, and say that he needs more game time. Game, game time. Mm. Um, you know, why is it always that uh, when the national team is not playing, they also not playing internationally or locally. They're not playing for their club. But as soon as the Bafana plays, Suddenly now the clubs need the players. That doesn't make sense to me. You know, I remember the coach, when I played for Wolves, the coach came to me and he said, I need you to play for Wolves because we're in the semifinals of the FA Cup. I said, listen here, coach, my country comes first. And unfortunately, I had to pay the price because when I went back, um, I, I had to fight my position. But nowadays, they say the club gets first option. You know, to put that jersey on for your national team, it's, it's pride. It's, it's every, it's hope for people out there. So I don't know, you know, it's easy maybe to say the coach say is, is key players. No, no, you can't internationally, you can't say two, three players. Uh, and, and like I said, we got the players locally that we could have played if we needed to, to, to get the, 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 the point. Okay, if you've just joined us, we are speaking to the legend himself, Mark Williams, just to get his thoughts, to get an expert's opinion, somebody who's played the game, played at a higher level, at the highest level, about what has gone wrong in this qualifying campaign. We'll still speak to the sports editor of the Sovetan, Gareng Matza, also to look at the way forward. But we've got so many of your voice notes. Let's see how many we can get through. Good evening, member, uh, your team and my fellow listeners. Last week, Thursday, when they were playing, I sent a voice note just before Pesitao scored that we are not going anywhere with this coach. And the problem, is, unfortunately, is much deeper than the coach. Even the Safa hierarchy, it's time for them to step down. But with this coach, we never really, really played with that passion and pride, unfortunately. We can't afford to uh, not to be part of the 24-nation tournament with the resources that we have. 
Uh, come on, let's see if you see live and direct from Pretoria. Member, unfortunately, the coach have to go. Like, unfortunately, he, he has to go. He doesn't have a plan. Otherwise, even 2022 Qatar, we are not going to go. and Kulu, they failed last week during Ghana game. And then yesterday again, he still uses them. Tazoayo and Sianda Kulu. And it's like, for what? Then the next thing, we are 2 nil down. You take us, uh, uh, you, you, you take us Pesitao, you put in uh, Sfiso Tlanti. For what? No, this, no, this guy must just go. Like this project by Safa must just end. They must get us a proper code and stop with these uh, political appointees of them. As he said the other time that he was a struggle, what, what he can go back to his struggles and leave our football alone. No, man, we are tired with these kind of things. No, man. Zico Smith from Macau. I'm really disappointed in the Bafana Bafana team. I don't know what's wrong about us, really. I'm disappointed. Temba in Jobek. I'm not surprised, my brethren. I'm Mawande from Kugajani. When we didn't beat that team, that was picked. <laughs> Let me not use the wrong word. When we didn't beat Ghana, I knew we were not going to go there. Anyway, we were just going there to add numbers. We are out, my brethren. But yeah, Jordan is enjoying the aeroplanes anyway. Sorry to Tatam Tsepem. Now, we need disappointed Ketle Ganjin. This is Chico here. Yeah. I just want to say Bafana Bafana is a bunch of losers. And then this thing of politics in football is killing the football in SA. I realize this that Bafana is going to lose when they say we only want a draw from Ghana. Then I knew that it's it's not gonna be easy for Bafana Bafana to go through. I had no more hope. Thank you so much for a nice show. Otherwise everybody else must go. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. Butingong from India in the Eastern Cape. Tabiso, on the 23rd of March, three days after my birthday, I sent you um, a voice note, but unfortunately it, were not uh, it wasn't flighted. The reason being, there are many people who are commenting. But I highlighted my plight in that voice note that why would our coach Mulefinzeki bemoan and cry over players that he cannot get from overseas whilst he has players now here you see now you you, you complain about other players or swift players then how do you begin to think that you can win the games thank you Tabiso Mosia Butingkonki Indo in the Eastern Cape Tabiso good evening the one question I have to have is Jake White got fired after winning a World Cup Nick Mallet got fired after winning 17 games in a row for the Springboks. World record with New Zealand. Danny Jordan wins nothing. He stays in the top in his job. And it just carries on and everything carries on. Come on, surely we're better than that. That was so disappointing. We've got pots of money. So much more money than them. What is actually going on? So, so disappointing for Bafana. Honestly, I don't know what to say. It's so, so disappointing. Brad Marisburg. Thanks, Brad. Uh, oh, there's another one. I'm not uh, sure. Very good evening to you. You know, this poor coach, I feel so sorry. He's taken, he's thrown into the deep waters to swim with the sharks. You know, with all due respect to him, he's won nothing 
locally. So how can they take him and put him to coach internationally or Africanly? You know, the problem with Bafana is not Bafana. The problem is with Safa. Safa should be taken ex existing members and thrown out. Who should run Safa is the spot that won the FCON with Clive Barker. I mean, they are footballers. They know about grooming. They know where they came from. They know the youth. They know how a player should be treated and respected. You got people like Danny Jordan who never kicked a football in his life and he is at Safa. I mean, it's pathetic, it's a disgrace. It's high time they should go and leave Safa to be controlled by ex-footballers who know how to groom and school players to represent the country. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for those and there are so many more but mark let me just get back to you thanks for holding on the common the common comment seems to be about the coach Malif Inseki. people don't have confidence in him they never actually had confidence in him is it is it justified then to put all the criticism on the coach and how much how much responsibility must he take here yeah um first of all yo yo when i feel that you know uh, i'm actually feeling goosebumps because i can understand the whole country is actually hurt mm. And, uh, you know, even the, the players today, you know, the legends, we also were talking about it today. Yeah. Mm. How much can you really put on the coach when he's been put on the deep end? First of all, is that when they selected this coach, myself, I asked myself, where has this coach, where has he been coaching? Where has he been internationally? Because I'll give you first one thing is that when you're a coach, you need to understand the mentality of the teams that you are going to play against so that you can then start your team talk by explaining to your players, when we play against Ghana, they're a skillful team. When we play against Nigeria, they're a physical team. This is how we're going to do it. This is what we're going to do. Now, yes, first of all, we shouldn't be every time talking about qualified. We should automatically qualify because we've got the players yeah. here. Yeah. But it starts also with, this, with, the, with the grass and cradle. Yes, I've had a meeting with Mr. Daniel and I had a meeting with the Minister of Sport. I said to them, guys, there is no way that I've played in so many countries. It's not, I'm not bragging because there is something that I've got. If you have to give me the national job, I will take some of those players that has played the game and he helped me. You know, you, you, where is our Son Bartlett? Where is our Phil Masingas? Mm. Where is our Dr. Kumanos? There is, but we're not developing the game. So we're always going to get players that have been 10 years and still play in the PSL. It's a joke. Mm. So for, for me, is that we've got the cream of the Do We have the players. Yes, people say the coach would go. But if you, I mean, and, and just for one of the listeners, Mr. Daniel Dan did play the game. Mm -hmm. I was for me is that, that yeah. we asking, when are we going to see changes here? Because you need to have changes. We don't mind who's running Saba. But give us people that have played the game, that can play, that can coach Bafana. So you say to Mark Williamson, Bartlett, and whoever, Jesus Cassano, guys, go to Cape Lynch, go look for the next Benny McCarthy, go look for the next Mark Williams. Then you send somebody else, go to Purakwani, go look for the Dr. Kumalo's shoes. I mean, there is, we've got it, but we're not doing it. So we're leaving the players out. Look what Nigeria did. When, mm. when, when Stephen Kessel was the coach, he brought an Amakachi, he brought an, mm. uh, you know, and, and, and since then, they never look back. They every time qualified. And it's sad that we can't do that because I tell you, with the rugby, uh, you, you can see rugby wins. Payana, Payana wins. Even the netball team wins. But when Bafana lose, the whole country said, and I feel it with the supporters. 
what are we going to do? Because we can't every time say when they don't qualify, we need to we need to do something. I think we need to be brave. Go to Safa, to Mr. Daniel, and sit down with him, and then go to the Minister of Sport and say, Mr. Minister of Sport, the people, the country has spoken. Get the people that understand the game to coach the game so that we can take Pafana to another level. Loud and clear there, Mark Williams. And also, just on the players, do you are you saying that we've got the talent, that our players are good enough to get us into AFCON? Look, we got the players, yes. Um, we have also got a couple of faulty players. When I say faulty players, <laughs> that's not discipline. But when, when I'm going to be in a meeting with those uh, players, uh, you know that, you know, we know that uh, they drink or they go party. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. They can go and party. But when we train, we train. And when we give a responsibility, because I remember Clyde Brock used to tell us, guys, go, go drink. And tomorrow when we come to training, <laughs> yeah, look, we can't wait. And that's the only thing a player can explain to another player. <laughs> so if I was uh, on the technical staff, I would tell the, I would go to Kuni and say, listen, you are the best, but at least you're not giving what I think you should be giving. When I go to Percy Tau, I say, Percy Tau, you've been playing overseas now. You know, come and give us the same thing that you've given. So players will then listen because I am there. But if I just talk on the radio or I just talk on the newspaper, they're like, oh, these guys are jealous. I can't be jealous. Mm. I enjoy it and I give everything to my country. And I'm proud and I will do it again. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't have the legs anymore. But there must be, must be something that I can do to make sure, not me, but the other players that make sure that we can bring Bafana back to a level where people must be scared when they come to South Africa, man. We can't let Ghana get away. That's where we lost it already. Ghana should have been lost to no finish club. Then we qualified. Then we see a P team. Now let's go play there. So, yeah, it is disappointed because I think that even with Martin, Craig Martin, is the boy's got pace. Mm-hmm. Put him on. Tell him, Craig, go run it. Those Ghanaians uh, are not too much done. Yeah, when we played at home. Let them go stay in, in, in deep sleep, uh, the, the Ghana teams. Let them go stay somewhere where it's, where it's not nice. Mm-hmm. Because they treat us like that when we go play in, uh, in their country. Why can't we do the same? Mark, you, you, sound, you, you sound so hurt. You sound like you're still playing. Is that how much it means to you? Or do you feel that all the effort that you've put in all over the years is going to waste? No, no, no. I, I, can't, be, I can't be feeling like that. Um, I feel that I, am, I feel it with the, with the supporters. Mm. I, I, you know, like I said, when, when I played, I gave everything. Mm. And what I want to see, Pafana just doing good. Unfortunately, if we don't have the players, I'll accept it and say, well, guys, we don't have the players. We mm. need to start fresh. I mean, before we get there, we, we, I mean, I'm sitting on a board and, you know, I'm not even supposed to say that in a board of transformation, but transformation started at school level. Mm. Some schools are not even playing the game. It's a joke. Mm. In my days, we played from school. We couldn't wait on a Wednesday to play. So to keep competition. So when I get up and I see the final doing, I'm disappointed. I'm hurt because, no. you know, it's a game that, that has given me so much, you know. I've got a, I've got a household name internationally, not just locally, mm-hmm. because of Bafana Bafana and the fans that have supported us. And 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 and, and yes, we can say the place. Yes, we can say the coach. But like I said, we need to start with developing. I mean, I remember when we played. Hey, that under twenty three team, Penny mm-hmm. McCarthy, um, Quentin Fortune. Fortune. Uh, you know, I, you can go on. 
those guys who are hungry. Now, nowadays, I see players not even being hungry. So if I'm going to be part of that national team, I will, I will tell the coach straight, coach, we don't need this player. Yeah. Let me just take a call here, Mark, quickly. Uh, Eunice, good evening. Yeah, hi there, Tavis. So I want to ask Mark a question. Is, you know, how many times haven't we heard this story before about Bafana? Now, is it a question of money, too much money floating? I'm not sure how much the players get paid, but shouldn't it be performance-based? So in other words, you pass the first round, you get so much, you, you, you qualify, you get you know, more or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just getting a gut feeling that there's just too much of money floating. So you know what's the latest one doing the rounds? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between Bafana Bafana and a tea bag? Tea bag stays tea longer, bag in, the longer in the cup. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what Mark <laughs> you this, okay, you this. We hear that every two years, by the way. Yeah. Mark, your response to that? Yeah, first of all, I think that they do get a sort of performance bonus when it comes to Bafana. They get like, maybe they start and say that you get 20,000 when we go through the next round. And then it goes up 50,000 and, and, and they do get the uh, bonuses. But remember, the clubs where they play, at 20,000, 50,000 is not money for these players. And, 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 and because the club is giving them too much money. So at the end of the day, they need to go out there and pay for the salary, not the 20,000. I mean, you, you know, for, for us, yes, we, I think we're not the only one. In Africa, a lot of companies, uh, uh, clubs, or, or shall I say international uh, clubs, mm. always when they come to qualifiers, then you see they got problems with bonuses, bonuses. Mm. It's like the same, yeah. If you tell Percy Tau, I'm happy that he came, mm. you know, but now Charlie, or you can ask Benny McCarthy, um, when you came to Bafana, now your club is paying you, I'm just making an example. 500,000 your club, 500,000 rand. You're getting 20,000 to come and play for Bafana. That's basically what's happening. Uh-huh. So, you know, are they going to play for the jersey? But really, there is some players that wants to make it, but, you know, it has to start with at the bottom. When they come into the national team, they must be given the jersey by an ex-player, an ex-Bafana Bafana player, and explain to him what the jersey means. What they're doing in the rugby, that's what I want. I yes. went there. I went to, I went three, four months ago. I went to speak to Mr. Daniel Dan. I said to him, I want to be part of this team. It's sad. You know, we, uh, 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 we can't every time run. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's 25 years ago, the last time we won it. But it's mm. painful because, you know, in our country, we don't have a lot of people that's got money. But if you can play football, you can earn a living. And then you can tell the player what to do with his money. But there's nobody at the moment. If Sundowns player come there, he's earning four, three hundred thousand, whatever. He's playing for Bafana. Nobody tells him. I don't even think the coach may be telling. Hey, listen, yeah, da, 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 da. because it's about knowing the player. You must. It's actually that you must smell. You must smell it. You must feel the player. And I don't see that coming out of Bafana team. So he said that the bonus that they get for, uh, for playing for Bafana, it's peanuts. But when they play for the club, they get big bonus. They get big bonuses. So for them, it's not even a matter of playing for Bafana. Bafana. It's a. It's about the pride, and some of them don't have the pride. Yes. And finally, Mark, somebody wants to know: When you've had these meetings with Danny, is there a willingness to listen to you to listen to some of the suggestions? Look, I have to say that Mr. Daniel Dan was, you know, he, you know, it was a bit for me um, surprised because, you know, when we always. Um, 
look and 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 and, and listen and 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 we go by by things we always think that people are bad you know but mm. uh, you know I, i have to say that they gave me a letter because i wanted to celebrate our 25th anniversary because we haven't celebrated yes five years, years, yes and he gave me and and he said to me mark i'm behind you and what i wanted to do i wanted the 1916 to go to the nine provinces and run clinics and look for talent and and i gave him everything that i wanted to do i wanted to have a gala dinner I spoke to Super Sport they won't do it. I spoke to Santos. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the covid came in. But it's not the end of the uh, the at the end of the year yet. I'm still planning to go back and and talk to them again because you know um because the only thing is that if he has closed the door I can say Mr. Daniel Dan has closed the door. No. He has sat down with me. He has told me, you know, he also played the game and I've I've opened up to me and I said, "Look, I've got the 1916 we want to help Pasana doing good. And he said no problem we must sit down. Okay Mark Williams always a pleasure talking to you I can tell the passion in your voice Mark Williams these boys really need to pull up their socks we kind of people that work so hard for the country uh, uh, still suffer like this and still um they trying to help still they 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 not washing their hands of Bafana Bafana they want to help they want to assist and uh, we do hope that uh, sanity does prevail as we go forward now talking about going forward we've got Nkareng Mathe on the line the sports editor at the Soweto and I saw some of his tweets yesterday and his reaction to the game how disappointed where you uh, good evening Teresa. yeah very disappointing uh, outcome that we got from uh, sudan um i was mainly disappointed uh, by the fact that uh, we considered this alias uh, the third or fourth minute i think uh, that was a letdown um, i mean it, it was really disappointing um it's something that i didn't expect really i expected a bit of a fight from the guys and try to fight for that point but it wasn't to be um, but uh, again I've just listened to 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 you speaking to Mark Williams the the problems have been there for years mm. and uh, we couldn't have expected that they would be resolved uh, by Mulisin Teki over the last uh, I think it's been over a year over 18 months that he's been in charge um the problems run deeper and uh, we've been papering over the cracks for too long and um we, we, there's always a price to pay for that and uh, unfortunately we are not going to a, to, to a tournament which is featuring 24 out of 54 federations so it is quite a letdown i am highly disappointed about that Yes and let's go back a bit here Karing on one of the points that you've raised here yeah, coach Mulifintseke was a surprise appointment a lot of people couldn't understand it uh, some then accepted it because he was number 2 to Stuart Baxter at Afcon but we didn't see it coming what what was the motivation to appoint coach Mulifintseke because he's been under fire since he took over Yeah look uh, naturally if you have um, let's say somebody in a leadership position and have a deputy when that person leaves it means that uh, the deputy ascends to the to the to the to the head position but in this case uh, it looked like more of a financial decision by safa remember that they had suffered a financial loss i think two years ago um and uh, the demands of other coaches were high remember also baxter was was led from uh, supersport and uh, safa had to compensate supersport and uh, they even took longer to pay supersport the compensation fee if i remember correctly so they they did have a financial challenge two years ago 
And uh, you look at Nseki and then and you say, okay, he has coached the junior ranks. Uh, he's been there. We had just, uh, I think, we were in the quarterfinals of the Nations Cup. Where we beat Egypt, the host. We were knocked out uh, by Nigeria. Uh, we, they prevented us from going to the semis. So there was light at the end of the tunnel. At the end of the tunnel, they looked at that and said, "This uh, uh, assistant coach in Turkey was there throughout all the process. The players are still the same. So perhaps when we promote him, he can continue." It was an issue of continuity. Only to find that, uh, I mean, as, as we have seen, Nteki does not have the capacity of, 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 of an experienced national coach. He has uh, served at the junior ranks and as assistant, but in terms of uh, experience, he's been lacking. Uh, we have to, to, to admit that uh, the, the match against Ghana and, and also yesterday against Sudan, uh, he, he, he lacked there and there. He, he could have beaten uh, Ghana. Uh, we should really have done better against the Sudan. So uh, I think that it was a more of a financial consideration by the, the, the associate trying to cut corners and say, these international coaches are too expensive and all that. We have somebody that uh, has been there and let's try and, and take a gamble. The gamble has backfired badly, unfortunately. It's more of a financial loss not being at the nation's cup. You are not getting the exposure from... TV and the sponsors and everything. You are sitting here watching it uh, while other teams, even smaller nations, we have qualified like today. Uh, we qualified, yeah. So it, it's quite a big uh, setback and it's an embarrassment for a country like South Africa. But it goes back to that decision where SAFA were in a financial pickle and then they decided that uh, let's go for this option. It, it hasn't worked and it was never going to work. It may have worked if we had beaten Ghana. But don't take um, away the fact that uh, Sudan actually beat Ghana. They beat every team in the group. They beat uh, Saudi twice. So they also beat Ghana. So on the balance of that, you have to say they perhaps deserve to be at the Nations Cup ahead of us because they did what we couldn't do. Mm. They took uh, three points of Ghana. We could only take one uh, point of them. Even when we were home, they had brought them... a second string squad, we mm. could only draw with them at FNB still. That was uh, really disappointing. Well, I can believe some of what you're saying because we had good information here with Katlejo the other time that uh, Coach Mulif Nseki, when he started, was still on the salary that he was getting as an under-17 coach. We did ask him. He, he, he wouldn't confirm it. Or, or he wouldn't confirm it, but we did get good information that it took a couple of months for, for, his, for, for his salary to be topped up. And I guess it goes back to what he was saying, that what you were saying, Garing, then that they were looking for a more financially viable or I don't want to say cheaper option because they get upset when we use that word but they were clearly uh, looking for somebody that they wouldn't have to pay a lot and and that's what happened here so if that's the case then considering the fact that he also did not have a permanent technical team we saw throughout we would see Atazwane coach Kwanele Kopo also coming in at training sessions was he not set up for failure here or was he not set up to fail it's exactly the point I, I, I'm trying to make that he was uh, he, he was thrown into the deep end and um, He didn't really have a lot of defense. Uh, He was just thankful for the job. Um, I'm I'm sure even he was surprised that the NEC entrusted him with the job. I I think that um, he he was trying to do a service to the country, but at the same time, he should have known and and said, perhaps, look at other options. But uh, he he may have uh, been given no choice but to accept the job, even though he knew that he was limited. That's why... 
as you mentioned, I think uh, this was reported widely, that his contract was not finalized while the announcement had already been made. Whereas we know that the standard is to put the contract in front of the coach for him to look at it, accept the terms and sign, and then you make an announcement. But here we had a bizarre situation where a coach was confirmed while his contract was still outstanding. So I think it's a victim. And Teki is a victim in this thing, a victim of Safa's desperation, a victim of Safa's incompetence in not doing due diligence and trying to use him as a scapegoat to cover their own tracks of failing to secure a, a, a more experienced coach. Uh, I, I respect him as an individual. He took uh, the job with a risk. He knew that he was not fully equipped. He didn't have the, the required uh, experience. But he took it nonetheless, and he, he, he took us to the final match. But mm. we, we, we cannot have a situation where we are hanging him out to dry to say take is to blame for our failure to qualify when we know that. He doesn't have support. You can't have a situation when a national team coach has to phone around looking for freelance uh, technical staff. I mean, that's not uh, sustainable. No other national coach has been put through that. They've all had to pick their own assistants and uh, the backroom staff. But in fact, had to rely on, 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 on coaches and assistants who are committed elsewhere. And we don't know whether he made these decisions or they were imposed on him. One of the things that uh, struck me uh, last year, I think uh, we were playing a friendly in uh, in, in Rastenberg. And the Safa president went on TV and mentioned players that the coach should select for his next camp. Mm. I think that thing has never happened, whereby the president of the association mentions names of players and then the coach is expected to oblige in the very next camp and he selects those coaches. I think uh, he, there were a lot of things that were not under his control. And uh, we, we, we should be careful that we don't hang him out to dry and blame him solely for this. We know that uh, uh, he could have done better. He said it himself. He failed as the, as the national coach. But this failure was set up elsewhere and it was beyond his control. Okay. And on that note, Katlako says, I must choose my words carefully. He says it took time for Nseki to get a senior contract. That's the information that we have. And uh, yeah. and then when he... And when he was appointed, what are you saying, Katla? When he was appointed, it took time for him to get a, a senior contract. And he hadn't signed when he was appointed, like Ngareng is saying. So those people then that put him in the hot seat, Ngareng, a lot of voice notes that we've played tonight are saying that Safa must take responsibility. Some are saying as much as we understand and we're blaming the coach, but also the people who put him there must take responsibility. And when are we going to put the blame on those in charge of our football? I, well, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Uh, from my experience, it's not going to happen. No no official has ever said, I'm the one who actually made this suggestion and then I, I'm, I'm, I'm offering to step down. The, the decision has backfired. It's not going to happen. We know that uh, in the nature of Bafana, you have to find a single scapegoat. It goes back to a lot of coaches. Uh, and then uh, dating back to Carlos Quiroz and all those co- coaches. So, um, it's not going to happen uh, that the, 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 the leadership takes responsibility. They are not going to do that. They are not going to come in front of us and say, we got it wrong, we apologize. They are, the, the decision is always to, to, to find another head coach and then whatever Nseki was trying to do in his past nine matches uh, uh, is, is going to be discounted. It's, it's not going to, even this COVID thing that he couldn't get some of the players and all that, it's not going to count for anything. The people at the Safa House are more prepared to protect their own interests 
to serve in the in the in the executive and all that they don't, they could you saw them I am sure you may have seen some of them at the game uh, I, I watched on TV and mm. so so many suits in the stadium so that's for mm. for them is doing the job they think they are doing the job by doing that it, it, it's not about accepting any responsibility and uh, unfortunately we are stuck with these people um, there's very little that we can do what I would expect for them the least that I can expect, is for them to come out and say, we apologize to the nation, we made a wrong decision. I don't expect them to do that, but to come out and make an admission to say, when we appointed Nseki, uh, we made the wrong decision, we thought it would work, it hasn't worked. Now this is how we are going to follow the process, and we, we hope that it's going to, 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 to work out. And they also have to engage some of the people who have the expertise, like Mark Williams was saying now, uh, people who can uh, motivate the players and, and say to them, this is what it took for us to get the nation, uh, the, 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 the 1996 Nations Cup, or even to qualify for the World Cup. Because I think the mentality is not there. The, the players, uh, they are not taking seriously. We even see it uh, with the way they conduct themselves. I mean, we, we lose, we don't see any cheer flowing or anything. It, 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 it's just another game for them. And we are upset, but the players on the field are not upset. That's why they can concede within three minutes of a match where they need to draw. You need zero zero, but within three minutes you are already a goal down. So it shows that there's something there that is lacking, uh, and uh, that's when you can involve some of the people who have been part of the setup before. But the situation where you take up one individual and blame him, blame him for all this, is what I don't agree with. Okay, we'll just take a quick break here, and there's so much of your reaction. We will try and play it. We were hoping to speak Formula One. Hey, but Chops Sapuka, if you're listening, my friend, I don't think we're going to get into that because I also didn't expect so much of a reaction. And the Musa, Jenare Kalizulu on Twitter says, Inkinga, Inking, oh, why did I go for this tweet? Anyway, he says that uh, former players like to use such situations to hunt for job opportunities for themselves and their mates, and uh, that's the that's the danger with him. That's the danger of having former players um, commenting on situations like this. Now, I hear what you are doing. Uh, I mean, what you're saying there, uh, uh, Musa. Uh, but Mark Williams did say that he's been going to suffer house even way before this situation, trying to help, trying to see where he can assist there. And it's just not been happening. Let's take, um, okay, let's take a quick break. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Good evening, uh, Tabiso. It's Bongani in Bloemfontein. Uh, I think uh, when it comes to South African soccer, uh, just like what uh, Tabo Mkomeni was saying earlier on, that we must give our South African coaches a chance. Under the conditions, Safa must not be found wanting in terms of terminating Modifi Nzeki's contract. Let the man, allow the man to to continue with his, his work. It will take time, but we will do it. Thank you very much. This tenetor Dan must come down from there. Because what is he doing there with this coach? Is he making decisions for South Africa for Safa or is he just sitting there? Because we can't have the guy who goes there and say, no, we just need a point. We just... No, we got there to attack, man. No, we can't be sitting like this and then this thing is embarrassing. South Africa is now is now a laughing stock of the entire world. 
because of this guy. That guy must come down from there. This politics and what what on on football. No, no, no. We are not in politics. They must just get out of there. Okay, thanks for those couple of voice notes. Nkareng, now a lot of people are saying that Nseke must go. Do you see that happening? Do you see him being the fall guy now with the World Cup qualifiers now looming? Oh, we've lost him. Qualifiers will be even tougher than this one, say the Nations Cup. Um, and we, we have Ghana there, we have Ethiopia, I think. Yeah. Uh, so and Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe have qualified eh, for the yeah. for the Nations Cup. They are not uh, pushover. So uh, uh, to be frank, I don't expect him to to continue. I expect Safa to act immediately to see their mistake in showing him and in giving him the the job. Um, I think they they will have to to look at that decision and say uh, uh, perhaps let's 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 change tech and and look for for a, a coach with more experience. Look, Tech is a nice guy. He's available. Your phone him. He picks mm. up the phone. He's, he talks uh, uh, nicely. He's, he's he's a nice guy. But unfortunately, this job is not for him. We need to be open and and, and frank. He doesn't have the, the required experience. I, I, I for one, was surprised uh, when he, he complained about Sudan having had an extra day's yes. rest. So you do that immediately, uh, 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 looking ahead to the next game, and you say, no, this one's were rested. You can't. You, you need to, to, to show faith and say, we will go then win. You don't complain about things that you can't change. Uh, it's not your, your it's scheduling and all that. It's, it's not part of your your your, your, your job. So... That kind of attitude uh, for me uh, tells me that um, perhaps he wasn't ready for this. And the decision he made, I mean, the goal we considered against Ghana, it's a central defensive mistake there, and he continues with the, the same central pairing in the in the next match. Uh, and then I, I, then you are, you are, you are 2-0 down, and uh, you, you, you still don't see a way forward of how we are going to come back into the game. So I think he's challenged. He has challenges. Uh, if you continue with him... It, it don't be for the sake of his competence. It will be the, for the same reason that perhaps you are not finding other uh, um, 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 options. You, are, you don't have other coaches who you think can take the the, 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 the team forward. It don't be for competence reasons. You won't say we, we think uh, that now that we have failed to qualify for the Nations Cup. Suddenly, you will have the requisite uh, uh, capability to take us to the World Cup. That's basically what you will be telling us. So uh, I don't think it should continue. I think uh, um, it has to be stopped. But the process to select the next coach has to look beyond 2022. That's another thing that we, we have to be patient. We, we have to say, what is our vision now? What do we want to achieve? Do we want to be in Qatar or do we want to, 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 to build a stronger team for 2020? I know we have said this uh, before. But uh, you can't have a situation every qualifying campaign you are experimenting. So this is another thing that's happened have to be careful with that. If this next guy that you have is going to, to, to fail to qualify for Qatar, as is likely, because we have Zimbabwe, we have a, a Ghana in the group, what happens next? Do you stick by him or do you change again? Because this is where, why we are not proceeding. We, we are not going forward because we don't have a vision. We, we put in a coach, he fails in this mandate, we put in another one. Yeah. And we've seen names being thrown around. Are there any names on the top at the top of your head, or what you think Safa can do, or will do, or should do? Uh, yeah, I, I've seen the name of Pizzo being thrown around popularly. 
but obviously, I mean, he has before he has said no uh, because he knows the the the, the, the workings uh, at Safa. He, he's been there, done that, got fired uh, at midnight on uh, in, in in June 2012. So mm. I doubt whether he'll have to go back there. And the same people who fired him are still there. So. Uh, look, I don't know. Perhaps we should look internationally. Look at somebody who has uh, Afcon experience, who has uh, who has coached in Africa for a long time. But again, the, 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 these people who don't come cheap. Eh? Before they appointed the Baxter uh, in, in 2018, uh, they wanted to have Renard. But uh, we understand that he didn't come cheap and he, he wanted to bring his people as well, his assistants, physical training and all that. Then those people don't come cheap. So I'm not sure in terms of Safa's finances now, given that uh, we have a global pandemic and all that, whether they can afford that. Okay. Um, but uh, look, I don't know if they can get Peter either. I don't know if they can afford him. Okay, I don't know if, yeah, let's leave it there for now then. Uh, money is another serious issue clearly at SAFA uh, that we must also talk about. We were hoping to talk Formula One, but judging by the reaction, we might have to do Bafana Bafana again uh, tomorrow. Somebody was talking about how much they get. The last time that I heard, it was la- it was the year before last, was that they were getting 60,000 rand for a win and 40,000 rand for a draw. Um, I don't remember, if th- I don't think they got anything for a defeat, but on top of that, they would get stipends. Uh, depending on where they are, whether they were away or whether they were home, uh, the Bafana players will, will also get stipend. Somebody also says, ah, let's just get Banyana Banyana to represent us going forward. Let's also be factual in our jokes, guys, because Banyana failed to qualify for the to- for the Tokyo Games, the Olympic Games also. So it's also not that rosy there at Banyana Banyana also. But they've had, uh, achieved some success, obviously, over the past uh, few years, and we can't take that away from him. We're going to have to continue this conversation tomorrow. We are left with no choice. Hopefully, we can get more information about the internal meeting that will be held by Safa this week. But uh, thank you for your voice notes. We will play them tomorrow if we can get uh, them. Of course, we can get them we can't get to them tonight. And I've got to say, a lot of people now agreeing with the Nkareng there, saying also that, yeah, no, this man was set up to fail for failure. But somebody says, why did he take the job also? Okay, let's go to news. Maybe they've got the answers for us because, yeah, really, we don't have them.